Well, this morning here we have Joe Kaminsky with us. And, Joe, we are so glad that you are with us and looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Thanks, Reverend Kaiser. It's good to be here. Good to be talking to you. Now, Joe, you've been on our long-term residential program for how long? Uh, the end of July made 20 months. 20 months. And let's we're going to walk uh, our friends through here because, I don't know, Joe, maybe 20 months has gone quick for you. Maybe it's been a long time. Has it gone quick? Uh, in the beginning, it goes a little bit slow, but uh, time it seems to speed up after a while. Uh, yeah. It's hard to believe I've been here 20 months. Yes. And when you came in, how did you hear about the Haven Arrest Inn? Who was your contact person at the mission? Uh, Jason Hubbard was my contact. Uh, I remember giving him a call. It was a short conversation, and he said, come on in. And so when you talked to Jason, um, I'm sure there was a little bit of a connection there. Uh, Jason Hubbard, who's our chaplain, obviously went through the program uh, himself. Uh, so when you when you, when you were talking to him, what did he tell you about this this residential program? Uh, he explained to me that uh, it would change my life if I just was open, had an open mind to it. Uh, Jason's a great guy. We have a lot of things in common. And uh, I look at him as a mentor. Uh, anything in life that uh, for the past couple of years that I've had problems with, uh, I bring to him. And he's always got a good solution and if he don't have the exact answer, he put, uh, he sends me to somebody that would. So that's a that's a great resource to have have somebody like that in your life. Well, you know, Joe. Joe, uh, obviously, we've seen God do it, a lot of work in your life here. Uh, when you came in, uh, let's talk a little bit about kind of getting familiar with the residential program. I know Jason probably explained it to you, but. We can hear what that means, but when you actually get into it, it's a little bit, probably a little bit different because you're learning as you go. So how was that transition of coming into the program for you initially? Uh, it's It can be a bit of a shock. Uh, it's a little bit of an assault on your senses because you're learning to do some things that uh, you, weren't, you weren't thinking you're going to have to do. Uh, there's Bible classes, which I enjoyed a lot. Uh, you have work assignments that you do throughout the day that keeps you busy, gives you a routine. Um, there's there's a decent amount of free time, but not too much, so uh, it kind of keeps you grounded. Um, like I said, I really enjoyed the Bible classes, and there's so many great guys uh, that work here, great guys in the program. It's uh, Like I said, if you haven't... If you keep an open mind uh, and let God work in your life, he definitely will. Well, you know, Joe, I've said this to many, many guys that have been on our program. Uh, when you come into the program, you work with a group of guys. It's not just you. Uh, you can have anywhere from 18 all the way up to 28 men on this program. And really uh, learning uh, relationships and personalities is part of the program, and sometimes that can be challenging uh, because each person is kind of working through their own thing. And as we progress into that program, the Bible studies, the counseling, obviously all are important. But how did you kind of transition through that that time of, you know, here 
you are working through some of the things you're going through and then working with all the other the men on the program all right uh so there are there's a lot of a wide range of personalities on the program uh, sometimes you clash uh, sometimes you butt heads with guys and early on i started to realize that that's something i needed to work on in my life uh I've had addiction problems, so a lot of times, it maybe at work, I used uh, drugs or alcohol to deal with those problems, and uh, you kind of set yourself back. You don't have those life skills. So when you come into a place like the Haven, and uh, you're surrounded by a lot of different personalities, um, it, it, it happens fast when you realize that that's something you need to work on. At first, you might think of you're the you don't have any problems and everybody else has got the attitude but really uh, when you look at it everybody has something going on inside and that's something you have to deal with um, like I said I kept an open mind with that and uh, my heart started to change uh, the way I thought about other people the way I, if was I really caring for others or was I just caring about myself so that really helped me out I see that in my life that I've uh a lot of times I put myself first, but being here, you really learn to accept people for who they are, and then they accept you for who you are. So it's it's really a great, uh, it's been a great time here to, to learn that. Well, you know, Joe, uh, coming into the program, as you mentioned at the beginning of the program 20 months ago, and uh, going through just I don't like to say phases of the program, but really maybe maybe seasons of the program. Uh, you know, your initial, uh, like you said, working with personalities and, and finding out more about the things that God wants to work on you with and uh, the counseling. And I, I know the men's division has been very important in your life, but you also have somebody that's, you know, I, I, I always am blessed when, you know, sometimes at lunchtime and I'll see you down there talking to maybe somebody else. Uh, that is in in your life you know I think of Steve Steve Dobo um, I mean I think you know he's probably been a big uh, factor in your life as well yeah Steve's a great guy uh, uh, he's a great brother uh, for a long time like you said for the program it's different for different guys I, I did six months in the initial program then went on to an in internship and then worked here after that uh, I was blessed to be hired on here but for a long time, I was meeting with Steve at lunch once a week. And just that relationship that I formed with him, was it was, uh, it was a great, uh, I can't really tell you enough of how much I appreciate Steve. Um, he's such a grounded guy. He knows his Bible, his spirituality. I, when I t first started talking to him, I said, I know this guy believes in Christ. Mm -hmm. And that stuff, it's contagious, it's catchy. You want to be around people like that. And it's great to see God working in somebody's life because there's hope for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you have those type of, uh, you know, those times with somebody else, you know, I, you know whether Steve was a mentor to you and maybe Jay, I, I don't know. But obviously you had men that you surrounded your, yourself with that were important and probably uh, encouraged you uh, in times that you needed it uh, for sure um, something that comes to mind when I when I got here uh, something that popped into my mind was I need to have 10 guys in my life as mentors 
that number just popped in my head. And uh, through the course of the time I've been here, it's probably been more than 10 guys that uh, really have impacted my life, uh, whether it's staff, uh, a lot of the guys in the program I became friends with, uh, men in other uh, departments at the Haven. Uh, it's it just been great. It's nice to have I have this almost like a toolbox of different people I can go to with different things. It's uh, sometimes when I think about it, it's it's such a blessing because you can't always get that in life. Isolation's big with uh, the problems I've had in my life. It's easy to isolate. I can portray myself to be somebody I'm not uh, you never know what's really going on in my life but when you have uh, when you have those type of men in your life there's nothing you can hide at least one or two of them are going to know if something's wrong or probably for the most part most of the time it's most of them will know something's wrong because they keep in such close contact with you well, you know, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm saying this with a little bit of a smile on my face. Ten guys, Joe. You were a football player. You always right. had. I mean, when you go on the football field, you have a good number of guys playing football together. You know, shoulder to shoulder. And there's the concept of you. You know, as you get this number of ten in your mind, right. that's exa- You know, you think about that, and you think we all need that. We yeah. need to have people in our lives and. Whether you're coming through our program or not, it's just good to oh, have yeah. those type of people around you as we can talk and bounce things off and encourage each other and share some of the, our concerns and our struggles. And, Joe, you've done that very well here uh, in regards to this, in regards to surrounding yourself uh, with people that, you know, I think are good, golly people that have helped you and you have encouraged us as well in your growth so i'm sure that's been a blessing yeah it has been a blessing that that's funny that you say that about football i didn't realize you know so i'd be the 11th guy on the team so uh that does make a lot of sense uh so in football you have the linemen you have a quarterback wide receivers running back fullback it's 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 a great analogy mm-hmm. um and you really got to surround yourself with you don't want to surround yourself with yes men. I've had that problem in my life. You need somebody that's going to say, no, that's a horrible idea. You need those people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you get mad at somebody, but later on you thank God for that blessing that they told you, no, that's a horrible idea. Amen. Yeah, amen. Well, you know, as we move forward here, uh, you mentioned briefly some of the roles that you've, you've, you've played in since you, you came onto the program, you were an intern, and that was working in, in the men's day room. And then we actually brought you on um, as, as an employee here, hired on. Why don't you talk a little bit about that and how that has gone for you? Because to me, Joe, I'll be honest with you, that has gone extremely quick. Yeah, it, it has gone quick. Um... You know, in 20 months, you you throw that number out. That's uh, that's a pretty long time, but it's uh, it's gone by quick. Uh, and like I said before, I did six months on the program. I was offered an internship to help out in the day room with the guys. Uh, I did that for about 10 or 11 months, and then I was blessed to be hired on here at the Haven. That's been going on for the last couple months. And uh, working in the day room, working with the guys over there. Um, 
Dwight Johnson, Keith Snodgrass, Lee McFerrin, Ed White, Vinnie Farkas, Louis McClatt, uh, Bill Caffey. I know I'm going to forget somebody. <laughs> That's all right. Um, it's just been great. And the guys in the day room, it's just uh, – I'll never forget this place, and I'll never forget what it's done for me. It's uh, – it's really it's it's changed god's been able to change my heart through this place to see that life's just not about me it's really you need to get to that point and that was a perfect environment for me because you either you're either going to sink or swim in that environment and uh if you don't have if you don't have god on your side if you don't have christ in your heart you're going to sink pretty quick so actually it's uh it's a little affirmation of the faith that I have. It, it's to be able to get through some of those days. Um, it, it gets rough, and then at the end of the day, you're like, "Yeah, I feel good about that because I don't know how I was able to get through that day." So, well, you know, Joe, as we talk here, I know you've kind of alluded a little bit uh, to it. You haven't said it, but you say, you know, you you've enjoyed your time here. Uh, and that leads me to the next part of the season that God's going to bring you into, and that is you are actually going to a, a Bible college up in Iowa, uh, Emmaus Bible College. Why don't you talk a little bit of how did that even come about? I know Jason Hubbard, who grad went to that uh, college, graduated there. I'm sure he has probably encouraged you about that as well. Yeah, so Jason graduated from Emmaus um Early on in the program, I was kind of teetering from this idea to that idea, go back to college, finish a math major, uh, possibly do um, uh, go to a Bible college. And uh, I'd always be talking to Jason about it. And finally, one day he just said, why don't you just go to Emmaus? And that, that, that stuck in my head. I didn't make that decision right away, but mm-hmm. that uh, his words always echoed in my mind. And... Uh, I forget how long ago that uh, the process started. It's been at least 14 or 16 months ago. Mm-hmm. I started getting transcripts ready. I uh, started working on financial aid, had to get some tax work done. Um, so it's been many months in the process. It wasn't the usual make a decision in one day and start something new the next day. The path that I usually take where I... I force everything myself instead of letting uh, do the little necessary things day by day, then let God work. And when you see God work, you see the patience that he's given you. It's, uh, it, it, it's paid off to see this whole thing, um, how it manifested, how he worked, the series of events that uh, can't be counted as coincidence that uh, has happened to get me out there um i'm excited uh the haven was a great place to uh springboard off into this next season it's it built this foundation um i try to explain the haven to people and working in the day room and it's a lot of people can't believe what we do here it's i've said this before in the other radio broadcasts Mm -hmm. that uh people drive down market street and they have no idea all the services and the spiritual blessings that go on in the Haven. It's uh, it's such a great place, and I'm really looking forward to Emmaus. Uh, 
Uh, because of the uh, coronavirus, I've never been able to visit. So that's probably a surprise to a lot of people. I haven't visited the college. I took uh, Jason at his word. Like I said, we have a lot in common. I trust him. I trust God. And it's definitely a step of faith. Um, I don't. F- I have no uh, reservations about going out there. I truly believe that uh, God's going to open up some things out there for me. I don't know exactly. I know I'm going to take uh, biblical languages and uh, biblical studies. So uh, I know that much. But as far as how long I'm going to be out there or... Uh, but it kind of almost feels good to not have everything planned out. Yes. So. Well, you know, Joe, we're we're obviously very excited to see uh, God continue to work in your life. Uh, you know, as we get close to closing here, I, I want to ask you, uh, as you start into this new season here shortly, uh, you know, how can our listeners pray for you? Uh, because there's just, you know, from going through this program to being an intern to being hired in and going back into school, God's doing some great things in your life. So how can they pray for you? Really, uh, how the listeners could pray for me is just that I would stay the course and I would trust God. Uh, these last couple of weeks, I've lost a lot of sleep. I hear a lot of voices in my head telling me that I shouldn't go out there, that I'm not worthy, that I'm not going to make it. And uh, I've been able to, through the Word of God, I read my Bible. It's, uh, it does wonders for you. It's a, it just, it's a spiritual book. It's just not ink and paper. There's The Spirit of God just comes through that book. That's the answer to so many problems. Just read that thing. There's so many answers in there. Um, so to pray that I can just stay the course, that I can trust God, that I can stay in my Bible, that I get in contact with people out there, just like I did at the Haven, try to find those guys that I can bring into my life that don't tell me, that the guys that tell me no, that's a horrible idea. To have that accountability. Um, I've rented an apartment out there. Um, it's close to campus. Uh, I'm really excited to be out there. Um, and again, I can't uh, thank you guys enough here at the Haven. Uh, Jason told me this place would change my life, and it, it has. It's been all for the better. Well, you know, Joe, as we wrap things up here, we, we have multitudes of listeners that will definitely be praying for you. You always know that we're always a phone call away. You can... Whether you call Jason or Steve Dobo or Louie McClad or Bill Caffey or Henry Studer. I mean, there's just, you know, like you said, you're 10 people that you can call and, uh, and encourage you to keep moving forward here. Because uh, we've been very, very thankful for uh, what God has done in your life here. And so I want to, number one, thank you for being a part of this program. And number two, uh, we're, we're looking forward to seeing what God does here, uh, Joe, in your life. Thank you, Reverend Kaiser. And uh, I just want to say to God be all the glory. It's, without him, I'd never be able to do any of this stuff. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joe.